Welcome back. This is Mark Williams of Team Footprints. We're here with another installment of our uh, The Mecca podcast. I'm here, um, luckily, with a young man who's actually been an inspiration for many within New York City culture. Um, Tyrone Grant is to my immediate left, and he's going to talk to you guys about what he's been doing, what he has done, and what he plans to do in the future as far as affecting the New York City uh, basketball culture, but also, more importantly, the culture as a whole. Uh, welcome to our podcast, Mr. Grant. How are you? Thank, thanks for having me, brother. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you, thank being you. here. Looking so, forward to this conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're here with Ty, like I mentioned. And Ty, you, you, you're, you're a New York City-bred basketball player. You want to tell, us, tell the world about your experiences about basketball and how that has led to you where to led you to where you are right now? Yeah, New York. Um, New York. Being from New York, man, it it, it kind of um, prepared me for the world. Mm-hmm. Um, my adventures are, are adventures throughout the world. Um, first, you know, growing up in Brooklyn, it was a dog fight to play basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, even in the regular pickup games in the park, um, that evolved into me um, finally figuring out that I like basketball. Going to Grady High School. Mm-hmm. Um, competing at Grady High School, and Grady was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, also playing with Riverside Church, mm-hmm. uh, winning um, a national championship. Um, one of the few Riverside Church. I, I always say my team was maybe the less talented, but the the best team Riverside Church ever had. Mm-hmm. We won the uh, national champion back in probably like 94, before all this other extra nonsense when basketball where you actually had to be good on the court mm-hmm. not on the um youtube channel or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and uh we competed hard everybody from my team was probably um pretty much a blue collar player except for uh richard parker who was like the man at the time before mm-hmm. his situation um but we had a real good run um that led me to st john's university mm-hmm. um Great experience with the team. Again, I wasn't that serious about basketball up until probably like my junior year. But St. John's is great, man. St. John's, I didn't. I had no intentions of leaving New York. I was a stubborn kid, mm-hmm. originally from Barbados, but grew up in Brooklyn. I had to be around Brooklyn and New York madness. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you thrived in it. You like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the shit talking. <laughs> uh-huh. I like all them fuckers coming to the games. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I actually used to like pissing neighborhoods off mm-hmm. like Go going to ass. different neighborhoods and talk my shit mm-hmm. and that's what i was notorious for um up until i stopped playing man um you know st john's led to a, a contract with the charlotte hornets um charlotte then led to a very very fun and lucrative career in europe playing mm-hmm. for some of those top teams the top european teams and uh actually still actually living over there to mm-hmm. this day um, so basketball, man, bat, the, the, the game of basketball did a lot for me, but it also prepared me for what I'm doing now with mm-hmm. um, my company, which is Team First Sync. Um, just prepared me for that and going through the ups and downs of having a company and being the face of the company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basketball itself prepared me for that. Now, do you think that, because you're from the quote-unquote golden era of basketball, and we're going to touch, touch upon Team First Inc. Uh, moving forward, but you're from the golden era of basketball. If you were to compare the eras in which we're currently in and yesteryear, and even go back even further um, from stories that you've heard, what is lacking in today's game compared to um, years past? I mean, um, we talk about eras. Uh, I truly believe that each era, the, the, the next era is supposed to be better than the last. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck happened in New York City, mm-hmm. but um, 
actually I do I have my opinion about that and we'll go into that but um I remember coming up and always wanting to compete with the other era mm -hmm. all right that could be guys who were in college that could be the guys who were professionals mm -hmm. but that could be the guys who was just really good playing in the park mm -hmm. that was always my motivation that if I can compete and play against them I can fuck everybody else right. up. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And um, I had that opportunity. I used to get that opportunity at um, St. John's Summer Runs mm -hmm. where all the pros is, you know, be there. And if you lost, you had to wait. If you lose, you had to wait about, you know, four games right. to compete again. Um, and that was a way of me proving not only to others but to myself I can play ball. Mm -hmm. I wasn't fortunate enough to score 30 points on RIP Anthony Mason and mm -hmm. then posted it on Facebook and then everybody telling me, I would be a lot of nice, right, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying. I didn't have that. I didn't have uh, this this new thing of these guys coming up with these names and these you know these fads and mm -hmm. thinking just because you're part of a fad that you pro ready. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, it wasn't that um, type of um, attention or pressure mm -hmm. to to have this false sense of who I was. It was always on the court. Right. You had to hoop. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you if if the Daily News or the New York Post said that, you know. Lincoln versus Grady, Stefan playing, Jamel Thomas playing, Tyrone Grant playing. I knew I had to show up. Right. Win or lose, I had to go kick somebody ass. Mm -hmm. If Riverside was playing Couchos, I had to go and play and mm -hmm. compete and kick somebody ass. But now, you know, you don't really, you can kind of shy away from that. These kids shy away from that type of competi um, com competition. And I really blame the kids. Like, let's be honest. Uh, as parents, mm -hmm. you know, we train or we teach our kids. Even in our jobs now, we teach kids how to do stuff. Mm -hmm. We show them how to do stuff, mm -hmm. right? So if you talking about these little hoopers now mm -hmm. who are getting this advice from guys who have no clue about what it takes to be good mm -hmm. in anything, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's crazy is I, call, I, I catch myself having... Um, debates, well, I don't know anymore, but you know, I used to, yeah, yeah, yeah. with guys that don't even have a resume. If if if, if my daughter today says, Daddy, I want to be a doctor, uh -huh. I'm exposing her to that field. I'm having her speak to doctors. Mm -hmm. I am not having her speak to the dude that was a box boy in the pharmacy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's a disconnect mm -hmm. from, from, from the reality of becoming something or someone who dreamed of becoming something. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a disconnect. Mm -hmm. So today in New York City, what I've observed from the outside is that um, there's a lot of that going on. You know what I mean? And I, I think it's I think it's a New York thing because, you know, they, they these young guys who, and I respect everyone, if you, if you got what it takes to be great at whatever you do, especially with basketball, mm -hmm. go ahead. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, for one exception, um, my man Gooch, mm -hmm. he easy to talk to as a young guy. Mm -hmm. He's always willing to learn. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everybody ain't like that. Everybody think they got the answer. Right. They don't have a resume. Mm -hmm. They don't have nothing to prove. I mean, they don't have nothing to prove what they're saying, but they had to get for gab because little Sean Moms might need a box of Newports. Uh -huh. So he give her her Newports. Uh -huh. So now she trusts little. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's the dynamics are hilarious, mm -hmm. but I guess that's why we are where, where we at right now with New York City basketball. They look at you crazy because mm -hmm. they're getting the, the, the short-term satisfaction. You know what I mean? Which is crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Like, look at the big picture. Mm -hmm. You know, so 
you know, the, the, for me, it's, it's different. The, the environment is different. The, the competitiveness, because kids like basketball. They love basketball, but they don't even love to compete. Right. I don't get that. Mm -hmm. Why are you not in the gym? You're looking at the highlights of yourself. Yeah. You know, so um, just the whole way of thinking. People make excuses. It's the kids be on TV. Listen, everywhere in the world, kids is on their phone. Right. right. But when they know any. When, when they know time. when they got to get busy, they got to get busy. One yeah. thing I would say about those brothers out there in L.A. is that doesn't matter what shoe affiliation, mm -hmm. those guys who are professionals, they get the top trainers that they know that are the top trainers. They don't let anyone dictate who is the top this or mm -hmm. what. And they put everybody in the gym. And we go see who the best They're players, gonna go. right? Gonna and go. you see their results. Like that's not even break. That's how it was when I was coming up. Aaron Davis had it. What happened was New York City, and again, I'm telling, I was busy working. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was busy creating this big ass company I got, mm -hmm. and I was hooping, so mm -hmm. I wasn't that knee deep in it. But what I've noticed in New York City is that they, the older guys, all right, they allowed mm -hmm. these no brand name fools to mm -hmm. get into a culture, mm -hmm. take the, the 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 maturation part of the culture, meaning helping these kids develop, mm -hmm. right? Because development is everything. And development is anything, any any field you want to talk about. And what they've done is they 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 pump them with the with the with the gas, tell them how great they are, how great they are, and the kids forgot how to continuously develop. You're not developed at 15. Right, You're not, not developed at, at 14. Right? So there's different levels. Like, you know, when I was coming up, I remember being 16, and for some reason, God bless the dead, I couldn't make a layup over Conrad McCray. Mm -hmm. What motivated me at night? Let me work on my shit so I could get this shit high so I could lay his big ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are, that's the motivation. You know, me and him are not, this. we were not the same. Right. You know, and I knew that. So if I could get this over Conrad, I know... The other pros ain't blocking my ain't shit. Right, right. These kids now, they do a fucking little fucking jelly, whatever the fuck that is, mm -hmm. a layup mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. over little Sean that's 5'2", mm -hmm. and it's cute, and you catching on camera, mm -hmm. I'm going to the league. <laughs> I got 100,000 views. I'm going to the league. You feel me? So the, 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 false, the false sense of self is all over basketball, but it's really bad here. Because we New York City. We mm -hmm. the Mecca. Mm -hmm. Everybody takes notice. But at the end of the day, as as the professor, because I'm, I'm I'm 40, so I'm not that far removed. But when I get with my network of professional athletes, mm -hmm. it's a joke mm -hmm. where we at, mm -hmm. and it's not a slap on the face of the younger generation. It should be motivation, right? right. If I'm telling you, yo, we ain't shit. Y'all going crazy because one kid go to Kentucky. But what the fuck happened to the other fucking 30 kids? Mm -hmm. Like my high school class, like. My high school team, we had seven Division One players on one high school team, and we was not the best fucking high school team in New York. Think about that. We had seven Division One high school players on my high school team. Fucking was not the number one ranked team in Who New York. Who was number team. one? Lincoln. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Lincoln or fucking uh, one of them Catholic schools. But again, my point is that dudes came to the school to compete. Yep. Everybody working, everybody working. Because it's all about hard work. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget that. Mm -hmm. Hard work. Everybody's working. Everybody. And they're competing. All right? I had to practice every day against a guy who went to, you know, one of them HSBC schools. Mm -hmm. And 
it was hard. Mm -hmm. He didn't give me shit. Mm -hmm. It prepared me for the next level, right? These kids don't do that. They right. go make fucking um, these little 15 second layup videos and all this corny shit mm -hmm. and forget the work. Mm -hmm. So then what happens is they go to the next level. They go to college. Mm -hmm. They have bad working habits. Mm -hmm. They got to sit. Mm -hmm. That layup shit don't work. Mm -hmm. You got to sit. Mm -hmm. Where are all the other fake resume having guys then? Mm -hmm. They dick in the dirt. Again, mm -hmm. they back at that stage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the process of having being great is kind of distorted mm -hmm. where that these kids don't really even know how that is. You know, and again, basketball is not everything. It's a it's 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 a fun activity that can become a profession. Right. And a lot of these people lose that. Plus, now with the money involved, mm -hmm. a lot of money involved. But let me share something with everybody. There's a lot of, a lot of money involved in youth basketball. Mm -hmm. It ain't nowhere close to fucking youth tennis. Just <laughs> want to put that out there, sir. And you talk about somebody. I, I got a little bread. <laughs> I've seen this shit live and direct. Mm -hmm. It ain't even fucking close. Speaking of the profession, which led you to overseas, how was that experience in New York helped you in Europe? You did a long stint in Europe. I did a long, I had a good run um, playing in uh, these Italy, Spain, and Greece. Um, I had a, a, a good run. Um, obviously, I have a lot of friends that played longer, but I, I did a good um, 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, playing and to answer your question, playing in New York City made that shit playing playing mm -hmm. the game mm -hmm. very easy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they might be talking shit to me, but it's in another language. Mm -hmm. They might be only thing I had to adjust to was them throwing shit mm -hmm. or from the 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 the, 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 the stands. Right, right. They, that, that's the only adjustment. But again, I'm a I'm a I'm a New York guy, so New York guys are considered hustlers, mm -hmm. right? I was after that paper. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I kind of and it's funny. I was just talking to my man Joseph Forte about playing over there. I was so competitive when I played basketball that I didn't have too many friends in New York City off the court. Because I wasn't fucking with them. Yeah, that's now too, though, Pop. Right. It's, it's consistent. It's con but this is what's funny. So, I, I'm, for example, Dwayne Woodward, mm -hmm. 40, is my man. Mm -hmm. Jamel Thomas is my man. Mm -hmm. I didn't establish a relationship with them for real until about 12 years ago. Only person I used to fuck with when I played basketball was Charles Jones. Mm -hmm. Everybody else? Nah, son. You're not my... Like, I was... I'm so competitive, like, I wasn't even thinking about, you. like, I grew up with people. Those are my friends. Mm -hmm. Fuck this basketball, basketball shit, shit. You right. know what I mean? Right. But again, the, the competitive part of me, mm -hmm. I just kept that shit building until, like, when I retired, I was like, you know, he's a nice guy. Mm -hmm. We could probably fucking hang out and go to the club. You uh -huh. feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, it was different. Uh -huh. But these kids don't even have that. My kids don't even have that. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to... I'm not involved with, with, with basketball like I, like I should be mm -hmm. because I'm busy doing what I also love to do. But, you know, working at Wings Academy with Coach Billy Turnage, that shit for me was dope. Mm -hmm. Now, if they had a nice budget for me, I'd probably do that more often. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? But that's a volunteer thing. I, I appreciate it. I right. actually sponsor Wings now. Right. But um, I think that some of some of the uh, more mature, experienced guys like yourself, mm -hmm. all these f old fuckers around here, mm -hmm. they need to figure out how 
they can put their hands on some of these kids and guide them. Mm -hmm. And we ain't just talking about basketball. Mm -hmm. Basketball, the best is gonna be the best. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You go work, you go work, somebody will grab you. But get these little here that got these fucking 37-year-old park legends thinking that they go fucking still make the NBA. Like seriously, this is ridiculous in New York City. You got guys who played in the park for 20 years trying to advise kids who are going through the process of becoming young professionals on and off the court. No fucking disrespect. They don't have to ever worry about talking to my kids. Mm -hmm. Talk to my kids about how Lamont Jones bust your ass because he was a pro and you was a park legend. Talk to my kids about fucking how you stayed in the park while this guy went to school and now got a seven-figure job. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Nobody want to differentiate that, but I will. Because I will fuck. Okay. Now, you're back home. You're back in New York City. Mm -hmm. You've been back for uh, uh, on, a, on a consecutive basis. How many years? 11, 11 years. 11 years? Yeah, man. My daughter, 10. What, what have you been doing to make a change within the culture of New York City? I know that you have Team First, Inc. Mm -hmm. tell, tell the people exactly what you're doing and, and which route you're taking as far as making a change in today's culture in New York City. All right. So, so um, I'm, I'm probably taking an alternative route to try to um, preserve... Um, basketball like I know it. Mm -hmm. um, Team, for, Team First is, 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 is my company. We're a youth service provider. We just don't do basketball. We just don't do any sport. I actually just finished my flag football championship yesterday in the district. Mm -hmm. But we're, 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 we're um, approaching things from a, a, a holistic point of view, meaning that sports is not the only way out, mm -hmm. right? Good or bad, great superstar or not, sports is not the beginning and the end of your life. Mm -hmm. It's part of your life, mm -hmm. right? So so with, 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 with Team First, yeah, we, we, we provide another kind of outlet um, for these kids while pushing them to be, you know, the best athlete or student athlete, mm -hmm. literally student that they can be, because we know the percentages. We know everybody's not gonna be a pro. Mm -hmm. We know um, we know what it is, right? There's enough data that can show you that, you know, 90, 90% of the, 95% yeah, of the kids yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. probably won't even be in the business of sports right. when it's all said and done, right? Um, so we're just giving them another outlet. We're not telling them you can't be the best you can be, but there's too much false hope out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And being in New York, you know, if you work hard enough, you may end up being one of the best players mm -hmm. in New York just by working hard. Because these fuckers don't even work hard. That's a whole nother fucking conversation that pissed me off. How you don't work hard? Like, coming up when I came up, I had no choice, right. talent or not. The best player, Marbury, worked hard. Mm -hmm. You understand? These guys worked hard. I don't understand how these guys don't, I never can understand that, and I never can understand when the coaches a let a kid play and he's not working hard. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my high school coach, Derek McMahon. Mm -hmm. I didn't know no other way. Yo, I stopped working hard the day I retired. Like, I didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I could have worked harder, mm -hmm. but you couldn't tell, like, again, I wasn't, a big fan of practicing, mm -hmm. especially overseas where they be trying to have you practice twice. two and three right. hours twice a day. Right. That wasn't my thing, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But because I work hard in the game, I got away with murder. Right. It's funny, me and Joe was just talking about this too. But these kids are not at that level, right? Right. These kids, you know, these kids have 
are still in the development mode, right? It's funny that a lot of times when people tell me, come watch this kid, da, 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 I give them my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. I got somewhat of a resume. Mm -hmm. I'm just giving you my honest opinion. I don't care if he becomes pro, mm -hmm. I don't want to sin. I don't give a fuck what happens to the kid athletically, right? right? I'm detached, like, I got my own kids. Mm -hmm. People really take what my opinion and try to kill me or use me as, use my opinion as motivation. Mm -hmm. So some that's why sometimes when you see me, I gotta say, yo, the odds are none of these kids gonna be better than me. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you better than me, you was fucking good. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't even the best. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So there's levels to that. Some people like yourself would take that and be like, yo, you got a point. 95% of these guys running around, oh, he hating, he hating. I'm hating on what? I'm saying a fact. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I say this in my camp in Italy. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. You know, you you just might not. But but I'm in a camp with other professionals who can look at the kid in the face and say, look, you might not be better than Mr. Grant. Right. And that's fine. Right. But let's just be honest. Right. You just might not. It's the reason why your, your mom is paying us 300 euros. Uh -huh. You just might not be better than son. Right. So, again, you, you, you in New York, you can't really have that conversation. I'm actually considering bringing a... Um, a different kind of camp, a competitive camp experience in New York City, mm -hmm. right? I'm too wrapped up in my day job. I may have to sit down with guys like you and Dane Irvin mm -hmm. and just sit down and just, cause I got some, I got a little bit of bread I can play with and, mm -hmm. and try to support the culture in that way. And mm -hmm. I and I and I actually want to do that, but then I got to be comfortable with you guys, cause you know I got another yeah. world with my kids. Yeah. Right, she right. might be on tour. He right. might be on tour. Right. I might not have time. But again, as, if I can be part of it that way, right. that's cause that's how I'm looking at being more part of New York. Just supporting trends, um, supporting opportunities, supporting camps with the right people helping. Right, right, right. right, right, right. But I'm old school. Right. I mean, nothing again. Again, Gooch may be an exception. Right. I'm not comfortable with this young state of mind. These young kids, these young dudes don't even get no bread. Mm -hmm. So you, there's already a disconnect with me. Mm -hmm. Like, how are we going to make this, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I like to create stuff where that, at the end of the day, everyone is completely satisfied. Right. That could be from financial, that could be just personal, satisfied with the growth of the kid. Like, that's what I'm about. You right. know what I'm saying? These kids want to be fucking... Tell these kids they're gonna be great tomorrow. Right. Like, yo, it's a whole process. Right. So that's that's what I look at bringing going into the new year, and I look at some of these AU program books. They not doing even close to what Team First is doing. So I be laughing when dudes be talking about the AU program. I'm like, yo, my executive director make more than your fucking AU program by itself. Uh -huh. But again, I have to establish. And I got to become comfortable in my day job before I be like, yo, let me take 300 and, and go and steal, because I got to steal everybody I want. Uh -huh. They ain't good programs. Shout out to all these programs. Shout out to my man, Derm and all of them. They doing their thing. But I got to establish a budget so I can steal them and then bring back what we know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking out loud, too. Okay. A couple years ago, America... I know the year you, you go back and forth, uh, Europe and America. The NBA draft had 50, 11 of the top 30 players drafted were non-American. Uh -huh. and, and I think that you actually it came out maybe like three years ago, but four years prior to that, you was like, yo, America's in trouble. 
America's in trouble. Can you, because you're in Europe, can you talk about why we, America as a whole, not New York City, but. I'm happy why? you bring this up. Okay. All right? Ahead. Because when this, when you make this public, we can go back to that New York City group mm -hmm. and look what I said, right? Mm -hmm. So, traveling to Europe, I still used to go to games. Mm -hmm. I don't go to basketball games as much, but I, you know, I've got to go see some games. When you go to these games, and I did my thing in these countries, so I get treated well. Mm -hmm. But when you go to these games, there's a lane with scouts. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, right, was it 12 years ago, you probably see four or five NBA people there. Not even going to say eight years ago, 20, 20. 30 <laughs> NBA officials there. Mm -hmm. So... When you see these people at the games, as someone who plays sports, it's obvious. Mm -hmm. So we have this group, um, New York City, um, what is it, New York City Basketball? Q&A, Q&A. New York City Q&A. And I warned these guys, look, son, these fuckers don't work hard. Mm -hmm. They don't even really know how, they don't know how to uh, train for individual instructions at the professional level. One of the main reasons that they don't practice hard, mm -hmm. they got these okay players that will kill the world for mm -hmm. the opportunity mm -hmm. because they ain't getting massaged. Mm -hmm. They not on fucking Snapchat mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ty, you bugging. Nah, nah, they better, they better. I ain't talking about better or worse. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about as a coach, do you want to deal with the kid, humble, work hard, come in here, want to just get better and win? Oh, you want to deal with the kid with 7 million likes, already thinking the best thing in the world, and a little bit better than the other kid. Mm -hmm. So that's the decision these NBA personnel have to make, mm -hmm. right? Draft comes. I'm, I'm not even watching the draft, but my phone is ringing. Son, how you know? How you know? So I don't fucking lie. This is not make-believe, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not in a make-believe. I live between two different countries. You know what I'm saying? You would rather listen to the dude that chase AAU programs and want to be AAU coach for this team and then want to be part of New York United or New York summer team, mm -hmm. summer shit, that mm -hmm. New York Nike shit mm -hmm. in the summer. Or you want to talk to somebody that has nothing to gain because I don't get no money out of this. Right. Who's just giving you an honest opinion. See, these are the questions parents, coaches have to ask. Mm -hmm. Who's giving you the information? I always tell my staff this. Also, my kids. It's one thing in getting information. It's even more important who giving you the information. Right. That's why I could disconnect myself from all this drama and all this hate from people. Like, yeah, he said that about me? Okay. All right. <laughs> the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? That's why people be always be trying to feel like your child. You never. Nah, son. I ain't. First of all, I never always play basketball, but this is a basketball guy trying to say some negative shit about whomever. Mm hmm. Ask him what he did. Mm -hmm. Now, I can agree to disagree with somebody that's respectable. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Me and him still will have a regular conversation. Right. You think he's good, I think he's bad. All right, that's your opinion. That's mine. But that same person never comes to me like, yo, I told you, yo, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's basketball. Mm -hmm. Fucking you right or wrong. Like, right. the kid is good. All right, congratulations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had to tell somebody that about another... Gentlemen, like I had to tell, I had to tell him. I I I spoke to um one of your favorite guests, fucking Cash. Uh huh. 
And I have my opinion about the the, 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 the player that's in Orlando. Mm -hmm. It's my opinion. Mm -hmm. Good or bad, good for him. Mm -hmm. My life don't fucking change. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to him for being persistent. Mm -hmm. Hard work. He worked hard. Work his ass off. Work hard. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's an exception. Yeah. Why? Because he, he he thought he was everything he wasn't. Yeah. And he worked hard. Mm -hmm. Give his parents credit. Mm -hmm. How many of these kids can do that, son? They can't work hard. Let them hit. Let them hit the top of that roof, son. They don't know how to get through that shit. Mm -hmm. They go hit it, and they go fail. You know why I know? Because I see some of them coming here every day for interviews. <laughs> so I got to deal with that. Mm -hmm. I got to deal with the broken dreams. I got to deal. That's see. That's that's one thing about having a company that still kind of deal with sports. Mm -hmm. That you come across athletes whose dreams were broken. In reality, they still got a lot to offer the world. Mm -hmm. And they end up not even having a pot to piss in. Right. You're 25, 26, don't know what to do with your life. Right. Serious? Right. Serious? So, so but, all they know is basketball. But that's all they were prepped for. For basketball, yep. Right? That, that's all they were told they were going to do. Mm -hmm. Even though most of them don't got the slightest chance. You know what I'm saying? So most of these guys were prepped. And, and prepared to fucking fail mm -hmm. in reality. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They went to college thinking, okay, I'm gonna get my minutes, I'm gonna go to the league. I'm gonna get my minutes. Nah, so you gotta be a whole person. Again, basketball for me, like I'm, I, I, I haven't played, I haven't even played a game of basketball in 10 years, right? Other than winning MVP for St. John's alumni game. But that's another yeah, that conversation. Right? <laughs> but I haven't played basketball in 10 years, right? I played professionally for 12 years, so my time away from basketball is about to max the time I played for basketball. Then I still got like another 40 years to live, yeah. right? These kids don't even understand that concept, all right? I like going to basketball games. I don't love it. I like going to basketball games. Basketball was a tool we use. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're doing your thing with this. You got your company there. That's fine. But you can't be fucking lost in the storm right. at 24, 25 because you listen to Sun and you had Facebook likes. and Like, son, I meet all types of people, son. Mm -hmm. dude, dude on his resume is talking about, yo, he put up a post and it had like 97,000 likes. Time out. On his resume. Time 20 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever. On his resume, on his resume. Said I had a post that had 10,000, 20,000 I was likes. an influencer on, fate, on Instagram with 97 likes on a highlight. This is what was on a resume. To get a job, a, yes. a, a real job. I was an influencer. That's what's up, though. This is what we're dealing with. He had nothing else to give me. And he didn't even fucking finish school. But this is what, again, again as an employer, this is shit I get. No, mm -hmm. many, many people don't even think of it. But like I told, I had a young boy here the other day. I told him, I said, look, son, you can do what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this forever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to wrap this up in the next nine years. Mm -hmm. But you have to try to aspire to the same energy you had about being going to the NBA. Son, apply that shit to the real world. Yeah. You know? So, again, we're, we're, we're dealing with a, um, a strange generation. You know? Shout out to the millennials, but I don't like most of you motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. But I love the exceptional ones. Mm -hmm. The exceptional ones is game changers. I agree with that. Right? And, and and if we can get these young guys to just take some of the, the old school philosophies, which should be life philosophy, work hard, mm -hmm. listen, 
Yeah, I think that's the biggest one. Listen. Listen. I think listen is big. Know your history. I knew all these older guys. And every fucking day I was like, yo, I got to do that. He did that? I'm going to try to do that. Oh, he did that? I'm going to try to do that. Okay, I have a quick question before we wrap up. High school, who's the best player you played against in high school? Um, Good question. It might be Marbury. It's not Felipe. When we AAU, Riverside Gauchos, Felipe did his thing. We couldn't do nothing with Stephon. <laughs> Kareem Reed killed Stephon Marbury every time, but Steph always <laughs> hit that big. We beat them. Just couldn't. It was, you know what I'm saying? Like, high school is funny. High school is, again, I only was around that scene for two years. I was kind of late, but, um, again, Richard Parker was the man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Rich... You should interview Rich. Rich was the man. I don't know what he's doing now. I don't know none of that shit. But AAU, he was the man. Mm -hmm. That was the first. He was my roommate. So I used to see all them A1 coaches come into the room just to say hi to him. So I know. It's, this is no exaggeration. I was there. Mm -hmm. um, but Kareem Reed was the man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? These guys were superstars. But thinking about it, when we won our national championship that summer, Everybody, they had all the Paul Pearsons, all these guys, Kevin Garnett. Mm -hmm. It was a way to kind of slow them down. Mm -hmm. But the Marbury guy, I don't fuck with him. That's not my friend. Let's mm -hmm. just make this clear. I ain't from Coney I went to school in Coney mm -hmm. That was a different kind of monster. Chauncey Billups, nice. Mm -hmm. When Wayne Turner was in high school, nice. monster. Nice, nice. You know what I'm saying? These guys were monsters. But there was a way. We had LeVar Folk. Bullied him, bullied him. All them guards, LeVar, my man LeVar, fuck his fat ass now. Mm -hmm. Bully, bully, bully these guys. The Marbury guy, though? Mm -hmm. Annoying. Because mm -hmm. I didn't fuck with him. His I didn't fuck with Coney Island people. I went to school in Coney I didn't fuck with them. Mm -hmm. And I should be like, damn. That can't do nothing. Good. That He's just the extra shit. So for me, it was Marbury. College? Um... Good question. You talking about in general or who I played that, against? That you played against. Um, any position. Whoever that motherfucker was. Fucking um, I'm, it, it's not easy because I was in the Big East when it was the Big East. Mm -hmm. I can give you three. Uh huh. Allen Robinson. Mm hmm. Kerry Kittles. Mm hmm. And Ray Allen. Those are three pretty These good These are fucking <laughs> nightmares. Just looking at the scouting report. Mm -hmm. What we gonna do? Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't. Nah, those three. I'm gonna stick with those three. Who are you gonna say? No, I was gonna admit. Three B. Who's that? I was gonna say John Wallace, but nah, nah, nah. He wasn't on that level. Them two motherfuckers. Them three motherfuckers. You watch on the tape. You be like, Oh, I know. I, I seen it. Yo, how we go? What we? How are we gonna figure this out, cuz? Yeah, yeah, I see. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it wasn't a fair thing. It was more of a is he gonna get 20 or is he gonna get 40? But you in that era, you played Dukes, you played Carolinas, no, you no, played no, no. All they ain't got nothing. Them three motherfuckers, cause they was like this, offense, defense. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Some dudes you see, John Wallace, you ain't gotta worry about it. He give you 25, you give him 17. And mm -hmm. ain't, you know what I'm saying? Allen Iverson. Is pressing the ball full court, dude. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then he get a steal and then do a backwards dunk. Yeah. And then talk shit to your coaches. 
Kerry Kittle's quiet as everything in the passing lane, in the passing lane, in the passing lane. Then shoot a three in the passing lane, in the pa like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ray Allen coming off screens from everywhere in the passing lane, getting a dunk, mm -hmm. pull up for like, you know what I'm saying? Like that that, that shit was for me. That shit was it went by fast, mm -hmm. and I and I never forget those times. But those three dudes, man, it was crazy. What about uh, overseas? Use my phone. Um, overseas, Joseph Forte. Again, I lost two fucking. I lost a lot of money fucking with him in in, in the uh, finals overseas. Um, the nicest to me, um, dude by the name died. Dude by the name of Alfonso Ford. <laughs> Shit. And so far, he was so good. You know, Europe, they usually don't name awards after American players, but he, if you win the MVP for the EuroLeague, it's the Alfonso Ford Award. <laughs> Yo, all this is sign, Mark. My first year over there, I was an arrogant American kid. You know what I'm saying? He was in Italy, I think he was in Greece playing for Peristeri back then. And I'm just watching the TV and I'm seeing him playing like, damn, he killing him. But he killing him against European dude. He ain't that fucking good. So this is, the, this is again, this is different eras. This is the old Europe. There's only two Americans on the team, son. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This ain't this shit now where you got seven Americans on the team and they fucking paying them $30,000. Like, this is shit different. Yeah. This is you getting paid, you getting high six, mid to high six figures, you gotta perform. Mm -hmm. And, um... This little dude, dribbling, dribbling, fade away three, all this shit, all this shit. The next year, he was playing for Benetton Treviso. That's Italy, yes sir. Yeah, and I was playing with Jamal Robinson and a nice little team. Man, this dude first played the game, post up my point guard, drops that, bang that shit and hung on the rim. I said, oh shit, <laughs> this is real. I'm talking about Mad Diesel, Cross, Cross, he was, Fade. He, and he was from the States? Where, where, where was he from? He was from the States, from like Alabama or some shit. Country dude. Cross, Cross, three, everything. Anything you want. Mm -hmm. It was 25. Mm -hmm. Anything you want. Um, so for him, for me, Alfonso Ford was probably the best. The best European player was a guy by the name of Mario. They called him Super Mario, Italian dude. You know, he had his vices, but uh, Mario Boney, I played with him for two years, actually. It's 30. Anything Easy. you want to do, 30. It was, it was 30. Any way you want to look at it, it was 30. Um, and it was a joy playing with him. People always wonder why I wanted to play with him, because he had his 30 and I had my 19. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't have to score 30, and we were very, very successful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but there's some other guys I might be missing. You know what I'm saying? Watching Lamar Jones play. Um, the ULIP Cup and not really, really knowing him like I knew his brother, but watching him destroy the top point guards okay. my well, second year overseas was ridiculous. And, and I think I should actually speak to Lamont, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you why. Because Lamont went Division Two. Right, right. He went to UB. And he was a monster. He, he was good. He was very good. Very good. And then he went overseas and murdered that overseas stuff. It was ridiculous. I mean, 
But when we came home in the summer, we played yeah. Pro City. Yeah, it man. was obvious why he was right, right. What he was, right. you know what I'm saying? So um, LJ was up there. I mean, I can name some New York dudes that killed because there's a lot of. So not a, another thing wrong with New York City. Be lying. Mm-hmm. A lot of dudes be lying about what they did, son. Mm-hmm. I I was over there at that time where I seen it. Like if I didn't if I didn't play against you or I didn't see you play, like I ain't come to your game. You wasn't playing in no top league, so mm-hmm. I don't care what I don't care what you tell your moms. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you wasn't playing in no top league. Like you know what I mean? Playing against five thirty, um, Charles Jones, um, forty, all these dudes. Even little fucking um, when Steve Burke came overseas, like he just on some ever shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like these dudes is nice. Mm-hmm. So when I hear, when there's comparisons online with these guys who are like seasoned professionals, like I gotta, that's why I be going in. I be like, son, the park is pretty. Mm -hmm. Like I played summer basketball, was better than almost all them guys who are so nice in the summer. And I'm like, yo, son, this is my off season. Like I don't even, like I'm coming from Miami. Like I lived in Miami. Yeah, I remember that. Like I flew into games, played, party. Yeah. Fucked around, checked my crib, and flew out. You guys was working out, trying to get a shot. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm, am, how much money am I going to make? Am I, I going to get 70 a month or am I going to get 96 a month? Like, this is my fucking, like, so when I, when I hear these debates, and I see these debates, sometimes you got to take a, back, a step back and say, maybe I live different. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wasn't too caught up in that summer hoop shit. Mm-hmm. These dudes wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. You know, if they was that, listen, New York City was so good back then that if you, homicide, for example, mm-hmm. if you was good enough in the summer league, somebody was going to give you a shot. Yep. Now, what happens after that, that's on you. Homo, homicide, did his thing. Yep. And he's still taking advantage of who he is today in Australia. Yep. That's, the, that's, the, that's the happy stories I like to see. Mm-hmm. But in his mind, the trainer is trying to make him better. So it's psychological warfare. Nah, son, I'm too old for that. I already know what this is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So again, there's a lot of bullshit behind that, just like there's a lot of bullshit in regards to some of these training. But at the end of the day, it's easy. Put them in the gym, work fucking hard. If you want to get better, you find, because I tell people all the time, individual workout is everything. Mm-hmm. It depends who's giving you the instruction, right? Because everybody trying to say trainers, they, 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 we don't need no training. Nah, you, you, you think you don't need no trainer? Okay. We don't play basketball like that no more in the gyms where you don't need a fucking trainer. Right. Now, finding the right trainer is the issue, mm-hmm. right? But it's really not. Because if I, if it's me, five, who fucking train good, son? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I will ask my basketball colleagues, Mark, I know you're a trainer, but you booked up. Who's another trainer? Like, again, there's ways to, it's not hard, son. Dudes wanna just fucking find Sean that be shooting in the fucking park all night. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here, son. I'm not doing nothing, I'm not, son, I don't have these right, but again, it's up to the parents. These parents are delusional. You buy somebody a Newport's pet moms think you liking it or some shit, buy a son a little fucking pair of Kyrie's or some shit. You know how this shit work. Mm-hmm. And these kids are sold, so. Do what y'all want to do. The best will survive. The others will fall and fail. They were right up on their resume. I have 10,000 likes. I had 10,000 likes. I'm an influence. I'm an influence. Keyword influencer. Real talk. This is where we live in, though, son.
It's the real world we live in. I got nothing to say. <laughs> I got nothing. But we're gonna wrap it up. Um, I think we're at this camera now, right? Um, the other one died. Uh, we had another um, episode with Ty Grant this one, this time, in which point he spoke about everything related to basketball, and also, also he mentioned his uh, organization, Team First Inc., which is doing outstanding things with the community. Uh, again, using sports as a, a tool, but also coming back on the other side as part of the academia and affecting change in today's culture moving forward. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you for having it. me, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> and also, be on the lookout for his daughter. She's like top, top 10 year old in Europe. Whatever that means. In the world. In the world. Oh, shit. Fuck Europe. In, in the world. Easy money in the USA, son. She ran through everybody. Damn, put up, keep all that because we're going to... Um, Use that against her 20 years from now. So we need to check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, man. We, it was a wrap. Thank you.